Welcome back to the Born Broke Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, what yeah. else is there? Huh? It's been a minute, huh? Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We don't even have a Facebook. No, no we don't have a Facebook. Yeah, yet. you can follow us on all those um, for more updates and podcast clips. We're also posting a lot on YouTube shorts now. Yeah. And a little bit of announcement. Um, we're going to be kind of doing Born Broke Podcast vlogs at some point, too. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. I'm Anthony, real estate broker and entrepreneur and also one of the hosts of the Born Broke Podcast. Yeah, um, Dante Leonard, uh, student and your normal nine to five worker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we have an exceptional episode for you guys today. Um, to be honest, we think our last one was a little bit... Uh, it was hectic. It was, it was like, a little hectic. Yeah, you know, we had a lot of different things going on. No no fault, no fault on, you know, any single person. We, everybody, you know, him and I as a collective, Yeah, we're going to have a better episode. But we're kind of going to talk about um, kind of my journey into mm -hmm. real estate. But more specifically, you know, that's a little part of it. But more specifically how we can transfer some of the things that I've learned into uh, other businesses for you guys or just mm -hmm. other things in general because it was a long journey, yeah, lots of different things. And I think I have a lot of value to provide in that because I probably make more mistakes than any other human being. But I learned from them rather quickly. So, um, no, any, any other human being is crazy. You say like you got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I make mistakes a lot. Yeah. That's how I learn them. Everybody in my life always says you only learn from like the hard way. You don't learn from... Is that is, is that advice? Or they're saying that based off of observing you? They're saying it based off of observing me, but That's I think terrible. they're almost saying it like... That's an insult. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're trying to tell me, can you stop doing that? Because we're tired of bailing you out of situations. <laughs> what the hell? You, you know, I don't know. I just learned the hard way from is that, everything. Who is everybody, though? Who is telling you this? Mom, sister, <laughs> dad, <laughs> girlfriend, everybody. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm sure you'll say it at some point. <laughs> I've never said that. Yeah. It's been, we've known each other for like... Damn, has it been a, Okay. It's been a year. Yeah, but like, and I, actually, if we think about it, it hasn't been a year. Because we weren't like talking until like yeah, we, a part way through. Potato, potato, you know? <laughs> yeah, potato, shimato. Yeah. Anyway, you want to get into your... Yeah, yeah. So... Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Birthday passed. Yes. Yeah, birthday did pass. Dante yeah. just turned 24. <laughs> Before we go too far. <laughs> Yeah, so let's talk a little bit. How did, yeah. you, how did you feel turning 24? It's your Kobe year. Yeah, I felt 24. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what that feels like, wait till you get there. I'm kidding. <laughs> a couple extra stretches in the morning? <laughs> no, I feel great. I feel the same. Yeah. As <laughs> Dante, you know, we never lifting, talked about lifting this. Lifting the same weight. <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, actually, we have talked a little bit about this, but Dante, like, requires zero sleep and is in, <laughs> is in the same mood all the time. Like, he'll never, like, even if he gets less sleep or more sleep, like, it, it doesn't really... <laughs> doesn't really change his mood at all but then i noticed from knowing him now for a little bit that you know towards the end of the day that's where you see his uh cognitive functions start falling off he's like what'd you say like all that type of stuff yeah all right we can get into more of the uh the nitty-gritty here kinda, he's kind of bashed me a little bit <laughs> we're, just, we're just shooting the breeze here all right go ahead yeah. um so essentially yeah so we wanted to translate some of the things that i've learned um from my personal business background into kind of a, a valuable um, piece of information that you guys can take with you on this episode. Um, so I started my real estate career on November, I think, 1st, 2021. Mm -hmm. I didn't do much real estate because when you first get into real... Oh, actually, I remember what you wanted me to say. You wanted me to say how you get your license first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you get your license is one of two ways. Um, 
the first way is you can go um, and take in-person classes. And it's typically, uh, you have to take 75 hours worth of classes. And then there's a final exam at the end. And then once you have the final exam passed, oh, you think you're all done. No, you're not. Um, (laughs) Then you go to the big boy exam and you get three chances to pass it. Um, after all the stuff you learned in the class, and then once you you know fail three times, you have to wait a year to do it again. Mm. Or if you pass it before, then okay, now you can go and join a brokerage, mm-hmm. real estate brokerage. Um, now, so you know there I am in that situation. I found the brokerage that I thought was best for me, and I went and joined them. I work at Key Realty in our city of Rockford. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean. Uh, and I tell people this all the time, even, you know, younger kids that talk to me about like, oh, you know, which office should I go to? I just want to, you know, come with you or or basically um, I tell them, yo, it has to be more of like a, a business decision. You can't just go where your friends are. Mm-hmm. So I tell them the same thing. I'm like interview around different offices and make sure that mine is the right fit for you or the other one or whatever, because um, what's a good fit for me is not a good fit for everybody. Yeah. So. That's what I kind of tell people. So then, you know, in comes me, November 2021. Didn't do much real estate the first two months because, like, didn't practice anything at all because, you know, they're setting up all your accounts, your your social medias, like, um, they're setting up your license, like, all sorts of different things for you to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it took me from November until March to close my first deal mm-hmm. so it was tough and it was weighing on me a lot mentally um because obviously i didn't <laughs> make any money from the career i chose for like mm-hmm. five six months um but i was still living with my parents so it was fine um and then yeah once i closed that first deal then i think i closed nine the first year mm-hmm. and then um to this year i'm already at nine um uh, to start the year so um, that's kind of like the overall broad view mm-hmm. of everything. Um, uh, so one thing we, we skimmed over was... Yeah, a lot of things I skimmed yeah. over. But I was given the broad view <laughs> so right now. We'll, we'll, we'll go all the way back to um, how many questions are on the test? Oh, geez. There's like 148 on the national part of the exam. Mm-hmm. And then I think 45 on the state part. Mm-hmm. I failed my test twice. Yeah, twice. On mm-hmm. uh, when I was about to take the third one, I was like ready to go, and then my dad had triple bypass surgery, so mentally I was all checked out of the whole process. And then uh, after about a month, I, like, he was better, and then I, mm-hmm. you know, got my mind back into it, and then I passed on the on the third time. But the other two times, <clears throat> I would fail one part of the exam and pass the other one. Mm. Or, or I'm sorry, no, I would get like, I wouldn't do that. I, I, um, got within one point on each or like mm. one would be worse than the other. And then on the third one, I just knew that if I don't pass on this one, what am I going to do? I have to retake the entire class and mm-hmm. then take it a year from now and then just put myself back a year. Like that just wasn't even an option. So, yeah. I like that. That's dope. Yeah. So when you were, so you said like, for the first two months, they were setting up your so they set up your, your media account and like your socials and things like that. Or was it you setting it up and or like with them and collect? There's a lot. There's a lot. Like, well, I'm kind of skipping over some stuff. Like they teach you about contracts and yeah. because they don't want you 
getting a property uh, for, or they don't want you working with a buyer. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it goes time to write an offer. And then I've never even seen a contract before. Mm. So they, you know, they help you with the contracts. They help you. Social media was like, you know, a little part of it. They mm-hmm. kind of uh, guide you through some of the different um, expectations of you. Mm-hmm. Because even though, you know, um, you are a 1099 or a self-employed person, at the start, it's more of like uh, these these companies are going to be ex- expecting things from you because at the end of the day, it's is their business and they're expecting you to bring some sort of value mm-hmm. in one way or another. Now, they're not going to shame people or penalize anybody that's not making any money for them. Like, let's say somebody that's just, you know, they're really trying, but they're mm-hmm. just not closing any deals. I'm not saying it's... You know, nothing's going to happen to them. I'm just saying they want to see you trying at the beginning because why would they take a chance on you yeah. when they could have taken, you know, somebody mm-hmm. else? But, um, um, and, and then they teach you some things about the office and then contracts and then mm-hmm. they teach you, uh, you know, you run through different like exercises on, um, like role playing, like how to talk to clients, things like it's a lot. So mm-hmm. like at the beginning, you're not really doing much. You got to kind of chill out for yeah, you have to like shadow learn. Yeah. Okay, you said there are like there are ones where dealer, um, like realtor companies where you're, where they don't like help you, like like there are some that like aren't as hands on with you. Yeah, there. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of differences with mm-hmm. brokerages. I mean, um, there's like three ways you can really start real estate. You can start like a solo entrepreneur kind of deal, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. You can start on a team. Which the way I can explain a team is as close to a nine to five as you can without being, you you essentially, every person on a real estate team has a role. Now in a real estate transaction, there's many different things that happen. There's, mm-hmm. you got your buyer's agent, you got your seller's agent, you got somebody, or, or in my case, I'm all this. <laughs> I'm the buyer's agent, I'm the seller's agent, I write my own contracts, mm-hmm. go on listing appointments and write up the listing contract. But on a team, everybody is one of those things. Yeah. And the reason I say it's a nine to five is because you're expecting to show up at certain times and perform mm-hmm. those roles. But the cool thing about that, it's not for me, but the cool thing about that for some people is they can get into real estate and get a consistent check because every deal that a team closes is dispersed mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah. And then the third way to answer your question is you can join, I think uh, there's this company called EXP Realty where you join and I'm pretty sure you get like 100% commission or like 9% commission. There's no split. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but the caveat is they don't... It's all you. It's you. There's no, absolutely... You can't... You're not promoted under anybody. You have no type of like um, consistent, I guess... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Established brand behind mm-hmm. you. Uh, they're not helping you with contracts, with anything. Um, nobody trains you. They just kind of... You just... Throw yourself out there. That's crazy. People can do, you know, what people do is sometimes they'll get really experienced under a brokerage and then they'll go to EXP. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a good way oh, to do that. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I don't understand what 100% is. <laughs> so every every um, brokerage has their own split. Okay. Some are worse than others. Some's like, I don't think any are 50 50. That's crazy. That would be insane. Yeah. 60 40. You're making nothing. Yeah. The average is 70 30. Yeah. And then, um, so basically what I'm saying is 100% is nobody else is taking yeah. a piece off you. A 50-50 can work at Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. You need to come well, stack these boxes thing. with me. That's the thing. That's the thing with the teams is you got a lower commission split, yeah. but you're consistently getting something. Yeah, but your, your um, productivity is increased. Yeah. 
But my only thing that I, I thought of with teams was, okay, um, so I'm not going to say names, but there's certain very established teams in mm-hmm. Rockford, right? Very successful teams, but they were started by one just juggernaut of an agent, like mm. just one demon. Just going crazy. And yeah. Then it got to the point where they were overwhelmed. Yeah. I'd imagine. But the pro, so I'll get, I'll get to, I'll kind of dive into that a little bit, but mm-hmm. the, but the the thing about um, the teams is, and this is what my mindset was going mm-hmm. into this, is why I wanted to be a solo agent, was, um, I don't know, let's just make up a name, um, you know, Billy, Billy Yash. whatever, right? Yash. Yash. Let's say Yash. Billy Yash. Big Billy Yash. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Yash. So Billy Yash is an entrepreneur, and let's say his first three, or he's a real estate agent, let's say his first three years he sold like an accumulative... 400 homes and he's like all right i need to start a team now right or four or five hundred whatever um so billy yash would go and hire his team and everything like that but the thing is is he's the guy he's the brand okay now when i hire my team all of these deals are going to be closed under billy yash Mm -hmm. okay so now what happens when billy yash's buyer's agent that's strictly a buyer's agent what happens five years down the line when he's just as good or almost as good as Billy Yash mm-hmm. and he goes on his own. Well, the thing is, nobody's going to know who the hell that guy is. Yeah, That was my mindset. I'm like, I'm not going to go do that, do all this work for somebody, even though it's a good experience. I'm not saying it's not a good experience. It's great to learn from the best. But I'm just saying for my personal thought process was, you know, the whole time I can use to build my own brand and then eventually do that myself mm-hmm. instead of being a nobody five years from now. It's going to sound crazy when, uh, you know, it's going to sound crazy. That's what I think, you know, not a nobody, but it's going to be hard for you to put your name out there. If you've consistently been closing your deals under one name, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? People are going to think you're a new guy. Yeah. Oh, cause you won't have any, ev- yeah. any evidence or proof that, you know, you're a part of those things. Yeah. You, you won't be able to say, yeah. oh, I was on the team with Billy Yash and we closed. Yeah. And it's not, like, it's not like he's going to be there to verify. <laughs> yeah. It's not really yeah, yeah. credible. It's like, okay. Actually, you know, it's crazy because I looked up like a like the number one seller in the U.S. for you know real estate, and it's the same guy for the past like years. What's his name? I think it's like Cab something. I think, I'm pretty sure. It's Where was like he that. from? Uh, New Jersey? That I don't know. I just know it's older. There's um, a there's a guy that's really big in New Jersey. I'm like, dude, this dude's a dog. Yeah. What, <laughs> were, like, the, what were the sales? I didn't look at all that. I just know I just looked at it like he's just been, dog since 13, like 2013. Yeah. He's just been. <laughs> Dude, because there's really like a system behind this and it and we'll get into this like how this translates to other businesses but i mean the whole goal for me i guess with it is you know build up my brand build up um my mm-hmm. system the system's important because you need yeah. to have the systems in place to slide in another person that's going to do it just as good as you mm-hmm. but the system has has to be in place because they're not going to understand what, what Everything you're all about yeah so you gotta build up your client uh your client performance like how you service your clients that's gotta be a1 and then Mm -hmm. my brand and everything like that and then eventually i'm gonna outsource the tasks that i don't want to do and then kind of just be the face of the brand and and be more of like an operator instead of like the you know or be more like a ceo instead of like the one doing Mm -hmm. everything um that's kind of the way to do it. I like that's dope. Yeah. Uh, we, we you started talking about treating it like a nine to five, which is you have to do your own time management. Oh yeah, that's something that's extremely important to me, and I think even Yash can probably mm-hmm. attest to this. So, um, 
one of the best lessons I've learned in the last year. So the difference between me and you and I spoke about this on the phone. Mm-hmm. The difference between me last year and this year was consistency. Last year, I was someone that wanted to be consistent, but was like maybe 70, 80 percent. That 20 percent is huge. It like really brings your overall like, you know, um, I guess your overall person together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I was not very consistent last year. And then this year, my word of the year was consistency. But when I say like you got to treat entrepreneurship, real estate or whatever business like a nine to five is. Uh, let me put it like this. If you and I were to go work at Amazon or anywhere else and we told our family or our friend, mm-hmm. OK, you know, I'm sorry, I can't be there. We got work from nine to five. OK. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Naturally. O- OK. But what happens when people know that I'm an entrepreneur and people know that I technically have freedom of all my time? Mm hmm. And I tell them, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and that from this time to this time. Oh, you sure, man? You can't make it? Like, you know, I know you can. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like a subliminal. Yeah, but yeah. but the point is, is like, it's so easy when you're in this state, and I would do this last year, like, to, oh, yeah, maybe I could pass that up. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could do this. But that's not the way to go. You're not going to progress like that. You have to treat entrepreneurship exactly like a nine-to-five job, even though that's what you're going to go, mm-hmm. what you're trying to get away from. Um, but it, you're just going to be way more efficient and productive like that. Like the work has to transfer over instead of for, you know, their business for your own. Yeah. Like, okay. You, and I mean, this is super cliche at this point, but mm-hmm. you, you go to work and you work 10 hours hard as hell for somebody and then you don't do it yourself hard for, your, for yourself. I'm doing the hard 10. Uh, well, some, <laughs> some people will work, you know, as best as they possibly yeah. can for somebody. And then, but that's super cliche. I don't mm-hmm. want to get into that. Everybody says that. Yeah. But it's, it's true. Like you have to. Treat it like a nine to five, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, <clears throat> there's a certain time of day where I shut off my notifications and that's like a certain period of time for me that, um, I don't let in calls mm-hmm. and I turn it back on for lunch and then, <clears throat> and then, um, you know, I have my it's own funny. hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny cause I, you've asked me to call you <laughs> and I've gotten that and I just, <laughs> and I, oh. and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know you're doing that. So, and then you were, I think you were like a little irritated with me cause you're like, no. you're, you're supposed to call me. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? You said, <laughs> no, that's all a joke. That kind of is a good segue into, um, <laughs> another thing that I, I wanted to talk about. He's talking about how I'd be doing these cold calls and prospecting. Mm-hmm. And I tell him to call me so I can get in a little extra number of people I talk to today. <laughs> nah. But I'd be totally kidding with him. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, I think what I think prospecting, and if people don't know what prospecting is, it's just really lead generation, bringing in new leads to your business. Mm-hmm. I think every single business should have some sort of lead generation or prospecting, even if you don't think mm-hmm. your business is one that can have that. So, like, remember you and I on the phone, we're talking about how every business, yeah, different lead generations make sense. So, for mm-hmm. sales, it's outbound calls, which is us picking up the phone and calling new people every single day or old people or friends or stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's, like, one of the most effective ways. <clears throat> um, maybe for Yash, because he's a videographer, obviously video is going to be how he gets his, his lead generation because what what better way for people, for him to generate leads than him literally making videos people seeing how good they are and mm-hmm. then reaching out about it. So that would be like Yash's type of lead generation. Um, there's, um, there's one thing I learned recently is lead generation. You want to, 
instead of just trying to find clients, any client, anyone that's trying to sell a house, yeah. anyone that wants a video, try to find more quality clients. It'll it'll require you to spend more energy finding quality clients, um, but you're gonna get paid out way more. Um, yeah, I get video clients for thousands of dollars here and there, and I it's like painstaking work. But this like company that I work for, they get video client like one video, two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can add to that. He's saying, uh, like, sounds, an, oh, I'm sorry. It sounds like would it not be like the luxury home space a little bit? That that too. Um, but it could also be a, a special type of buyer mm-hmm. or seller. So, for example, like literally to go off his point, he's saying. You know, he's running around doing 10 videos for yeah. a couple thousand each. Why don't he work for this one company and then mm. get him one video for 200K? Perfect example for mm. that is um, in real estate, when you're working with buyers or sellers, um, typically, most of the time, it's a one-off deal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work with this person. We're going to sell the house. And then eventually in the future, if they like me enough, you know, obviously, you know, I'm going to do my best to make sure they remember me and things like that. But if they remember me in the future, then we'll have a deal whenever they're ready to sell or buy mm-hmm. some later. How to beat that is you got to get like a special purpose buyer, which literally uh, is an investor. Mm-hmm. Now, investors are a much different thing because unlike me running around doing those one-off sales, Yash, it's like I can have one investor who's consistently buying properties and selling them. And I work with one guy and sell 10 homes off him a year. Versus working with 10 people all this time everywhere. And and that's something that I've been working on because I, you know, I just had a, a great investor this year. Um, he's going to be buying more, but we bought one and then we just bought another one right after. Mm-hmm. And then he's taking a little break and we're going to keep going, keep going. The relationship between him and I was very quality. It was like because I knew what he wanted. He's an investor. I'm not wasting his time and I knew exactly how to help him out in the way that he wanted. Cause there's a specific way you help those type of clients out. Probably just in the same way that you help that big client out is a specific type of way. And if you meet that service for them, they're going to work with you nonstop. So yeah, I think that was, that was a great point, but yeah, that's how you can, in every business, there's a way to uh, have different lead generations. That makes sense. So I gave you mm-hmm. the example of a mortgage broker, mm-hmm. people that are pre-approving people for loans and stuff like that. Their main source of business is other people so like obviously if i have dante reaching out to me about buying a house okay well now i need to put him with a lender so the lender knows that so obviously they're lead generating realtors meeting up with them for lunch you know contacting them and things like that because that's their main source of business but for every business is something different like Mm -hmm. we talked about yash with, with the videos and him having the special purpose uh kind of client yeah um we also had a, a short conversation about like the if i were a, a personal trainer yeah we, we had a yeah a short phone call kind of on like because he was like give me an idea <laughs> yeah well yeah so uh <laughs> like a, a personal trainer it's a different type of lead gen mm-hmm. or prospecting like he would you know yeah put out videos of his exercises and mm-hmm. maybe his dieting and things like that and then obviously people are going to reach out and yeah. ask him uh things like that or like kind of to go off Yash and I's example is like Dante could find one person who needs a personal trainer specifically mm-hmm. who will pay a lot of money, but Dante's gonna be like the 
their guy. Because yeah, I want you, yeah, you wouldn't have time to. Yeah, I've seen those. It's like for bodybuilders. It's great though yeah. because think about how much time you're saving and. But the quality of that relationship, yeah. like back to what we were saying, is so good. Like, because the understanding of that other person would make it also so much easier to do that job. Yeah, like with the relationship with my investors, the the quality of it is just great because mm-hmm. we're literally working together all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and then obviously, if you're good at what you do, and I'd like to think I am, you know, I you know build a good relationship with them, and that's kind of exactly. That's kind of my thing, though, is is building these relationships mm-hmm. because they can feel that I'm not thirsty for the money at all. Like, that's the vibe I mm-hmm. try to give up because I'm really not. Like, I know eventually it's going to come. Now, if I have four kids and, and a big old fat mortgage and, yeah. you know, older parents and things like that, maybe I would be, like, thirsty for the money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not the situation. Not too terrible. Yeah. So, uh, actually, let's go back to, the like, the class thing. Uh, so there is, because the one I was looking at had like an in-person and an online portion. That was fire. <laughs> I like oh, that one. in-person and yeah. online? Yeah, like it had a split. Like we, oh, that's pretty good. You yeah, get a little bit of both. So yeah, you don't that, have to it, that was during COVID though. They probably switched that back. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was looking at the personal trainer thing and the amount of time it takes to like be like a national, it takes like two years because of schooling and stuff. And that like reminded me that like it's a process to even get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's, there's you have to take a test for that as well, separate from. I was like, damn, well, can I? Just- <laughs> <laughs> can you just start it? Like, yeah. yeah, a little bit because you you know you kind of you do kind of want to get out of that space and just kind of get straight into. You the, just want to go right, yeah, into get right it. into the profession of whatever mm-hmm. it is you're looking into. But you got to respect that time in between. And we talked about the delayed gratification. Oh um, uh, yeah, hmm. look at you. <laughs> uh, that's I mean yeah to go I mean. A little bit deeper so we talked about legion and things like that but we can go even deeper one of the main things i had to learn was like delaying my uh i guess expectations of mm-hmm. success or my gratification mm-hmm. things like that um like i just told you guys first five months i didn't close anything any person with the right mind would have been super annoyed yeah. sad Everything, but I just, man, I kept working. Obviously, I had these feelings like, oh, am I not, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just kept working, man, kept working. And uh, I really, like, believed in myself in, in that. And then... Um, what are some tips? To- yeah, so... Um, yeah, so some tips on, honestly, on how to get your first deal. Mm-hmm. Some tips on how to get your first deal. I mean, there's lots of tips. Uh, I guess some of the more... Um, heard about ones is just, you know, do open houses. Um, another one is pick a hundred people in your contacts and call all of them and, you know, just have a conversation and Mm -hmm. let them know you're in real estate. Um, you know, send out, um, uh, text message to all your friends, ask them for their email and then send them an email blast with your information. That's more of like the, you know, easy ways to get started. That's more beginner kind of level activities. But, um, I would suggest do an open house every single weekend, Saturday and Sunday, or pay for a dialing service. It's very important. There's one called Mojo. You can get it for $50 a month. And trust me, it's the best $50 you ever spent because I have access to all 200,000, 300,000 people in our city and all of their phone numbers and things like that. I circle the area that I want, and then I basically call them up and uh, you know prospect them, ask them, you know, if they're looking to, you know, potentially buy or sell in the future. It's more complex than that. 
But if someone's just starting, you know, um, that's kind of where I should keep it with that. Um, but yeah, and, and typically at the beginning or last year, I wasn't super consistent about making those calls. Like I would have really, really heavy months where I was calling hundreds of people. Yeah. And then I would have months where I just like space, like, you know, what's going on. And that happens because in real estate and just like any other business, you get sidetracked with other activities that come up. But to tell you the truth, there's no other important thing in business besides getting new clients. Point blank. There's no other thing that's important, especially in real estate, mm -hmm. than lead generation, especially at the beginning, Yash. Like, that's like a tip for people is that's the only thing your head should be at. It shouldn't be, oh, but once I get the client, um, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to write a good contract. So I'm only going to work on contracts for 30 days. It's absolutely absurd. You, it's better to, to kind of stumble while you're walking instead of just never walk. You know that probably didn't make any sense, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like it's better to move forward. <laughs> even if you're walking, forward. yes, I'm saying even if you're walking, <laughs> it sounded like it could have been a bar. It's not the best, but like analogy. it was, it was missing something. <clears throat> it was missing some rearranged. But yeah, it's better to be moving forward than stand still and not be progressing at all because um, a form of procrastination is literally by by doing other tasks mm -hmm. that <clears throat> aren't, you know, aren't mm -hmm. the best tasks you should be doing, yeah. but you're doing busy work. Yeah, there, there were a lot of times when I would come over and he'd be like, hello, bro, I got like three more calls to make. <laughs> yeah. It was funny when we were first starting out. <laughs> but I had to, man, I had to get that in my head that I had to force myself to need to make those calls and mm -hmm. like i had to tell people even if it wasn't true nah bro i can't do that yet i gotta make these calls even if i literally could i had to yeah. force myself into thinking that way because then i finally now mm -hmm. this year i finally got it i don't go anywhere unless those calls are made yeah all that like most of the time we were we were on the phone it'd be like in between his, his cold calls yeah and take like, a quick five yeah. minute break to talk to him yeah and, and we, stuff like that and we might have like a little conversation about like uh one of the <clears> calls that he felt like <clears> we're a little you know, little, shaky. Yeah, they're a little different than the rest. Um, but it was super funny, and it, you know. And I was like, all right, you know, get back to those calls. He was like, I gotta go, and you know, dude, I had a bad call today actually, and I'm <laughs> I've been very very on point lately, like, like really, it, like in my bag lately mm -hmm. with it. And I had a terrible call because I called the guy, and it sounded like it was about to go to voicemail. Mm -hmm. So I leaned back in my chair, and I was like, like more monotone because you know whatever. And then he's like, hello, and it threw me off. And I, you know, I said, uh, you know, stum stumbled <laughs> through my little thing that yeah. I was going to say. And this guy, this freaking guy, he goes, is that your sales call? And <laughs> and burst out laughing. Like, I'm sorry, that was funny. No, it is funny because because he thought he got me. I was just like, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll go with the second intro next time. And he started laughing. He's like, yeah, you should work on that, bud. I'm like, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that, dude. <laughs> in fact i think i'm gonna call him back tomorrow <laughs> the uh, should i call him back tomorrow with the second intro that's funny but yeah where were we at before we were talking about oh uh, um consistency cold calls yeah consistency but uh uh yeah so uh, finally saying no and not doing anything to you finish the calls yeah but more tips on like when you first get started just make lead generation your first and absolute um you know only priority because what i learned is like you don't know what you don't know. Like, mm -hmm. you, you can't ask questions about something if you haven't really experienced it yet. That's just how I learned. Like, 
how are you going to know what to do in a certain situation with a client by asking your boss, your managing broker? Mm-hmm. Instead, you can go experience working with a client, and then that's how you formulate your and questions. Kind of oh, asking like as you go. Yeah, like like I didn't know what to ask mm-hmm. because I hadn't worked with somebody yet. Yeah. So that's how you really. I mean, my first like ten appointments were absolute garbage. Like they were terrible. My performance was nuts. I showed up, didn't know anything about anything, but then like. That pain you learn, you learn no, from st- that quickly. I'm starting to go against your thought. <laughs> huh. My first ten horns were terrible. They were but like, yeah, but, uh, I don't know, but like, because you said you also didn't know anything. Yeah, I mean, some and of then, those ten ten appointments I landed somehow, yeah. but they're like, that's the guy. I knew stuff, but I'm saying like, you <laughs> learn as you go, like, yeah. and then, um, and then you just start to learn, man. Like once you start to get into deals, like different circumstances mm-hmm. happen, and then it scares you so bad that you just start to pick yeah. it up and learn from it. But I would say like to close out, like when you first get started first, everything on your mind should be lead generation. And then after lead generation, so lead generation prospecting, same thing after that, then you got to focus on working on your income generating activities and your closing activities. So for example, I just said I went to 10 appointments and probably closed like two of them. Right. Okay, so at that point, I knew that I needed to work on my closing, uh, my closing strategies, mm-hmm. like <clears throat> the way I close things. So then I worked on that, and then okay, then now my ratio of going to appointments and actually getting them was higher. Okay, um, before I could even land an appointment on the phone to even get to that meeting, mm-hmm. I was never landing appointments. Okay, in my head. Okay, uh, now you need to get better at what you're saying on the phone. All right, and then let's say you get to the appointment, you book the appointment, and then, like I was saying, you don't close the deal. Okay, then, you know, obviously work on your appointment presence and how you show up and what you're wearing and how you're giving them the numbers and things Mm -hmm. like that. It's all, man, it's all just a process, but that goes for any business. Your, Your lead generation activities are just as important as your closing activities because, um, you know, for example, like, I could go on 50 appointments this year and close zero of them. But then some guy could go on six and close all of them. Mm-hmm. And then who had a better year? You know what I mean? So this is what I'm saying about that. Yeah, but that's but you still accomplished getting 50 appointments. Now imagine you closing. Well, that's the thing. I yeah. mean, if someone figures out how to close them, then that's you're destroying the other guy. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's there's so much there's so much to get into. Like mm-hmm. this could be like a two-parter, but yeah. So the the only thing I was, I don't think similar with is delayed gratification. I think celebrating every step is better than putting it off. Because when you finally get to that big achievement, that moment, you've put it off the, that, that part of yourself for so long. There's no way you're going to flip it and be like, I just did this big thing. And, it, and it, you know, it might not even hit you until a, a generous amount of time later, like, you know, weeks later yeah. that that, you know, that I hit you. So you, you wouldn't even feel the same nostalgia as you would if you had been more like open to present in the moment. Exp- yeah. Expressing yourself. Well, I just mean like with that is, uh, it's just not expecting too much too mm-hmm. soon. It's, it's really all I mean with that. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't just, uh, I mean, everything in business and entrepreneurship is ebbs and flows. Everything. I mean, 
You're going to have one day where you feel like you're freaking Mark Cuban or Elon Musk. And you're going to have another day where you feel like a freaking failed Shark Tank mm -hmm. interview. You know what I mean? This is really how it is. But like delayed gratifications, you just don't get too uh, stuck on things, I guess. Yeah. Uh -uh. Yeah. It's just it's just a different point of view. Yeah, that's all it is. Cause like, um, it's it's funny. Cause you want to celebrate the things in between. Yeah, it's like instead you know, of those, waiting till the end. steps. I'm not saying we pop a bottles every time. I sell a house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. No, I'm <laughs> no. I'm that'd be crazy. <laughs> just spending all the money I'm making, just ordering <laughs> bottles. Yeah. Yeah, preparation, throwing a party. Yeah, but I would say you know. As long as you're, you have to, okay, whatever your business is, mm -hmm. um, I talked about it before. If you're not walking or if you're not moving, then you're not doing anything. That's a form <laughs> of procrastination. Yeah. And a thing a lot of people do, especially in the self-improvement space, is watch a whole bunch of entrepreneurship content or watch a whole bunch of stuff about mm -hmm. being a videographer, watch yeah. a whole bunch of stuff about getting your CDL or starting your bakery mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever the hell your business is and watching all this content thinking that you're doing something, but really you're just tricking your brain into mm -hmm. acting like you're actually performing something because it's giving you that same, um, yeah. uh, you know, click in your brain, like you're mm -hmm. actually performing the thing you want yeah, to do. Like you're, make, you're going somewhere. And yeah. I, I, I finally, I, I realized the analogy you're kind of making is like the, uh, if you can't, you know, if you can't walk, crawl, if you can't, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but you just kind of. Bro, like, <laughs> when I, the first thing I did was, and I've told this story in the podcast, so I'm not going to tell it again, but when I had my eyelids frozen and then that's when I decided to go mm. into real estate, like it was that week I just went and got it. And then, but before that, all I was doing was reading all these entrepreneurship books, reading all these real estate books, mm. reading, listening to all these real estate podcasts. And it was like six months before I ever did anything like that. How much time wasted thinking I was doing something, mm. thinking I was learning you don't learn anything unless you literally start like start the thing yeah. don't just try to learn everything about it and then get into it like that makes absolutely no sense like you're not gonna know you're not gonna remember any of that first no honestly not not when you're actually you're just doing yeah. stuff to be busy it yeah. literally has no benefit towards you whatsoever mm -hmm. it's like it's like you're filling the gap literally yeah you're you're getting the same feeling in in everything as you would mm -hmm. if you started without actually you know, having the balls to start. Yeah. You're scared. It's funny because I never, I didn't experience that. Like when yeah. I was I'm getting my, like going into this, getting my CDO, I didn't look up anything about like, what's it like or anything. I you just, just went and got it. I was like, it oh. went and started, yeah, I yeah. just went and started it. <clears throat> and like, okay, maybe I looked, I looked up like, you know. Well, yeah, I you know, know you looked up yeah, something. Yeah, you look yeah. at like, okay. How what's the CDO? How much, how much money are you making? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, everybody looks that up. Because, I mean, if you're on the road all the time. I'm, yeah, you got to be making yeah. something. Well, yeah, yeah. I start that next week. But um, it's definitely uh, definitely a journey with the with the school stuff. Because I, like, I feel like now that I'm, like, committing to these classes and things like that, I feel like I'm never going to stop. Yeah. Because that's just how mentally I am. So I'm just gonna always want to keep learning as like not. I was gonna say you like learning. Yeah, I feel like it's never gonna end. No, <laughs> like I, it's I, a good thing. Yeah. So hopefully after I do this, I'm I'm gonna see. What, I'm gonna get into like the personal trainer thing for sure after this. Yeah. And see if there's anything that I do like with after I get the CDL. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, truck driving, 
uh, fitness trainer. Yeah, but you have the crazy gym in the back I, of the truck because I'm definitely gonna have to push the. That'd be funny. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to push the personal training thing back because I did plan to take the real estate course after yeah. the CEO. So see this gonna, man, this man, <laughs> this man gonna be everything. So that's the, I think he gonna I, work out with you. <laughs> he gonna sell you a house. <laughs> then he gonna drop off your your shipment Look, from Amazon. <laughs> all that. That's funny. Well, that's that's kind of how how I have this year set up <laughs> until the yeah. end. And then I'll finish it off with like, you know, general education. He's like, and then I'll go be uh and then I'll go be get my lawyer freaking <laughs> If I take I get ready. Oh no, nah, I ain't gonna do that. Oh, <laughs> I thought about he, being yeah, a lawyer. Thought about that for a I've, second. Been, I've been told I'd be a great lawyer. And I and I was like You would. But I was like, I don't know if I wanna go through the like You like to argue. That's <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I like to argue. I just I I, I just think I have a great You like point. to disagree. We'll say that. <laughs> I like to disagree. You like to have an open discussion. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like I like different I like having a different mind. So like yeah. like I always have a different perspective than people around me usually. And then after I speak they're always like you know, Make, makes mm. sense. So, they think you're crazy at first, and then they hear you out. Cause, yeah, yeah. Because then, then they're like, because they already have in their mind, like, what could this person possibly say? Yeah. Then you like, wow, that was better or different, and then yeah, mm-hmm. super funny. Yeah. So um, let's get back into. <laughs> let's get back yeah. into our let, topic. Us di- let us yeah. digress. Yeah, that was. <laughs> let us digress. So, uh, how long did it take you to like learn how to price a home? <sighs> Man, I'm still learning this. <laughs> It's tough, dude, because yeah. it's like, it took me a lot, a lot of practice. Yeah. And you just can't, mm-hmm. you as a business person in general, like, even if you're, you know, a plumber, an engineer, yeah. or um, electrician, I meant, or whatever, you, you can't just, um, actually, those made no sense as the example I'm about well, to hold give. Hold on, hold on, because I feel like, I, I think I know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Technically, they can, because if you're... If you individually are setting the price range, it could be the same. No, what I was gonna say is different with the house because mm-hmm. I can't, I can't just go into someone's house, yeah, morally, and know that the house is worth a hundred k and tell them one seventy, one eighty, just to get the business. Because you can mm-hmm. get it like this if you tell them that, mm-hmm. literally like this. You tell them the wrong, the right numbers, because you know what the right numbers are. Obviously, they know what their house is worth mm-hmm. roughly. They want you to write an estimate just so they can justify that you're a trustworthy person to mm. work with. And then if you tell them some number that's crazy and follow it up by some BS, they're going to go with you. So, like, uh, people just have to get that out of their head immediately mm. when they get into real estate. Don't try to be a people pleaser. I was trying to be a people pleaser last year, early like first couple months I started. Mm. You can't get any help that way. Like, don't walk into someone's house that you're about to sell. And let's say they already decided they're going to work with you, right? Mm -hmm. Don't walk into someone's house and you see something that's horribly wrong in the house that can be easily fixed. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, like, uh, there's a really bad painted wall or there's, like, you know, debris everywhere in one room that can easily be picked up to help you sell the house and and not say anything just because you don't want to hurt their feelings Mm -hmm. or anything. They're going to like you more if you shoot straight with them and be like, yo, this, this, and this needs to be picked up. And honestly, I think your house is worth this much. And I, you know, I'm sorry, but I don't think it could be anything more than that. I'm just trying to shoot, you know, shoot it straight with you. Uh, but I guess it took me like six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe more. Okay, it's not bad. Yeah. But you said you're still. Yeah, I'm still getting yeah, better still getting and better. Good. I mean, it's it's tough with right now because, because the market's so elevated in prices. So it's like, 
you know, you want to give them this number, but then you probably think you could sell for that. Yeah. So you're like, oh, let's just go somewhere right here. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in, in the in between. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in the middle. That's funny. Uh, we, we also talked about like uh, other people trying to measure your success. Oh, yeah, dude. So <sighs> <laughs> when you're in real estate, let's talk about real estate for a second. Yeah. Real estate is such a showy, showy type of business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you never actually know how much people are making, but you just know the connotation behind being a mm -hmm. realtor is money. Yeah. Oh, Anytime you think of a realtor, it's money. Yeah. This reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it, with the blonde girl. She's always showing the luxury cars. Wait, I, I think know. I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, I think everybody knows who she is because I've, I've seen her so many times. So I'm yeah. like, man, that car is fire. Like, yeah. I don't know how much money she's getting from, like, you know. Yeah, from yeah. doing that. Yeah. But, like, I'm, like, you, you know. You associate her you with money. automatically assume it. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah. Same thing, like, <clears throat> you would, uh, you know, associate, you know, other professions with money. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that I didn't realize in real estate was, like, not everybody, you know, it's all, you know. Not everybody's as active. No, I'm just saying, like, everybody's not rich in real estate mm -hmm. at all. Like, not even close. Mm -hmm. Most people are making an average income. But the point of me saying this is, because the connotation of money in real estate, a lot of people, when you start, and this is any sort of entrepreneur thing, and mm -hmm. I'll get into that part in a second, but in real estate, because the connotation is that everybody has money, and we're all in suits, and we're all driving Mercedes and all this stuff, people are going to ask you constantly, how much you make? Yeah, you have a Mercedes? I'm kidding. Yeah, no, you're not me. <laughs> no, you're that was kidding, I'm not yeah. you, know what, you know what I meant, though. I know what you meant. Us as a whole breed yeah. of people. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people consistently ask me, you know, hey, how much you making? You know, <laughs> how much you making they, on that they, one? They find a way to... Yeah, they sneak in there. Yeah, right? I remember... Actually, no, I think I, think I can't say no, that. No, no, no. Chill, I can't chill, say chill, that chill, one. Chill, chill, chill. Yeah, I can't say <laughs> chill, 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 chill. You never know what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't even know. What, I didn't want to know what it was. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. Yeah, we're never going <laughs> to. <laughs> off the air. <laughs> but but that's really, any. I mean, you guys know this. The freaking, if you're an, an entrepreneur or aspiring or whatever, let's mm -hmm. say you're actually doing something on your own. Yeah. Everybody wants to know what you're making oh, because like, they want either want you to fail mm -hmm. Or they want to be like the um, put me on, bro, kind of mm. guy. You know, hey, put me on, bro. You know, they're this either that yeah, guy. This reminds me of a, a like. This is funny because Jay Z and Kevin Hart had like a conversation about it. They were like, um, they're like, you you can't just give out like you know absurd amounts of money or to assist people or put them on all the time because honestly, no one's doing that because you can't do that yeah. that way. You have to have something reasonable to invest or to bring you exactly, in. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's either the guy that wants you to put them on, it's either the guy that's pocket washing because mm -hmm. he's jealous or three, it's the guy that wanted to do what you do, but he was too scared to ever do it. Mm. This literally, you know what it could be. Um, and that's just the connotation behind doing your own thing. You know, uh, you know, people are stuck in maybe situations that they don't want to be in different jobs and things like that. And then they see somebody actually take the leap of faith. They mm -hmm. see somebody, you know, you know, who really, they really believed in themselves and really wanted to go out there, you know what I mean? And like really risk everything. And, but they never wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. So they're staying where it's comfortable and it's comfy and there's heated blankets 
and you got, you know, warm socks on and they're staying, you know, in that space. But then they're watching somebody go out and live their dream and it kind of kills them inside. Mm. So then they're going to constantly ask them, you know, about it. But, but yeah, that's just something I noticed. But that goes for any other business. Um, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it reminds me of, uh, like, Gary Vee. I'm, 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 I can only imagine <laughs> what his, we you know, what his whole, like, his phone was looking like. When, oh, when he first yeah, got on, when the news, because yeah. he he his big thing was a social business, like a social media business. It was it was either his dad's wine. Yeah, it was his dad. He that's dad's how he, wine business. First thing he yeah. did because yeah, of vlogs and stuff with like that. He yeah. put it on the internet, and that turned. I think I turned it from a three million into. I think he said a thirty million dollar business. Yeah, he's then, got like six companies. I yeah. can't keep up with all of them. He says he says his addiction is making companies. Yeah, that's it's what, not even like like it's just <laughs> making the new companies. It's like, it's really success. I did that. <laughs> he had he had a very cool uh, interview one time where he was like, "Dude, people like don't look at me like legitimate businessmen. It's okay. they I'm, don't. I'm not gonna lie. They, but that's how he puts off though. It's hard. I think I understand why people struggle to though, because we only see him with the content on, on, in, in the on the camera. But that's that's how he that's, that's how, how he, he wanted. Yeah, to be, that's how he he's does a it. legit dog. Yeah, that's like in his, the business sense. He literally knows. How to operate everything? Yeah. How to structure it? And his, Bro, his predictions are oh, it's he, crazy, insane. Like he, what, what did he predict? Uh, he predicted Joe Rogan going. Yeah, he predicted to, to Spotify Uber. or to a single company. He predicted Uber uh, taking off. He mm-hmm. actually had a chance to invest early. I think it was either Uber or something else. He also, I'm pretty sure he predicted Elon buying Twitter and making it a. I thought he did that one. I don't remember. Somebody did that. Somebody predicted that. I don't know. He's just yeah. Forty three billion is crazy. He's uh, Gary Vee is just crazy, dude. And I didn't. I, I didn't know Elon Musk was from South Africa. Is he really? I just slipped my mind. I don't know where he was from. I yeah, thought he yeah. was from. He was freaking, South Africa. You know how wild that is. I thought he was from. He's from a different planet. <laughs> Elon. No, he's uh, crazy. He like he. I, I think I forget what the first thing he sold was, but he he has a whole little story. His out soul. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, he he's still having kids, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, how old is he? I think he's in his late fifties or uh, something he, like that, right? He's he's ageless. He's a cyborg. But yeah, he started like you know getting the program and stuff. But yeah, he took off crazy. Yeah. I wonder at what point did he transfer from there to here? From cy- from human to cyborg. That's what you're saying. Dude, I want to I want to say something real quick. Um, <laughs> Like you know how hard it is to start a business on your own. That I I don't. It was I mean, a rhetorical question, but it's, yeah. I'm a, but I'd assume you see me every day and you know, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. I'd assume, I'd assume it's like the um, it's just like the process of like the mental energy it takes to always be focused on how to improve it and add to. Yeah, and, so yeah, and keep a constant flow of you know things coming in. There's so much behind it. I mean, I already talked like we've already talked about like <clears throat> like eight different responsibilities I have, and that's yeah. not even getting into all of them. We talked about like the contracts. We talked yeah. about how I have to lead generate every single day. Mm-hmm. We talked about how I have to go on appointments and then get these clients. Okay, well, think about all those skills. Like, okay, we have the paperwork skills. Okay, we have branding, social media, and things like that. We have. Um, you know, the lead generation, like mm-hmm. I had to actually be good at talking on the phone or at least decent to get mm-hmm. in front of these people to then close them. And then that goes into the fact that I have to actually close them like this yeah. seven different skills. And that's pretty much every business has all of those skills, yeah. and, you know, bookkeeping, I literally just, you know, taxes, I have to keep track of my taxes. Like yeah. 
Um, but that's not just like scare anybody away from it. Like, I mean, it, it will consume you at some point. It's <laughs> a consume you. Consume you. Like, you know you, what I mean? You, be, you become the business. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about houses right now. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, but, hey, you got it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. The point is, it's just a lot that goes into it, but that's not to scare you away. It's just to be realistic about the fact that you're not just going to walk in and be like, you know, and know everything right away. I mean, there's still things I'm, I mean, there's definitely things I'm learning. I'm still in yeah. like the launching stage of my career, mm-hmm. career. You and I were just talking about that. But it's super exciting though. And to mm-hmm. be doing it for yourself mm-hmm. and to like really be working for yourself is absolutely, I guess one, it's mind boggling because that's something I always wanted to do. And then two, it's just really rewarding mm-hmm. to like, no, I'm, it's all me. I fail it's all me and then mm-hmm. you know I don't have to be anywhere I don't have to tell anybody anything like it's just everything is up to me with the failures with the success with the bad days the good days everything is up to me and yeah. it's all under me having the control yeah definitely like helps you because it's like you know I'm sure you expressed to someone and probably your you know partner um like oh this was this is rough it's been you know it's been on my mind you get it off your chest and then you move on and you don't have to expand outside of that you know and I'm sure that helps you a lot. Yeah, you have you have to. Yeah, you gotta unload. Yeah. So especially when you start your own business. Mm. Another thing that's super important, you know, when you're in some sort of space, whether it's like at a company or like on your own, is like really respecting your peers in the space. Like, uh, come on, man, <laughs> come on, dog. <laughs> We're gonna knock over the mic stand. We're just we're just dabbing <laughs> up because you know, whatever. But um you you gotta respect your peers with with whatever business you're in, and I'm sure Yash knows this. Like I'm sure you're not looking at other videographers, uh, and I'm not saying anyone's better than you, but in your mind, there are videographers that are better than you. Like, you know? Dog. You know there is. You know he, he, he got the dog in him. Nah, but, nah, nah, but, you saying you know there is is crazy. And I don't, no, he knows what I mean. He knows what I mean. There's people that he's looking at yeah. like, okay, this is what I'm taking away from. But that's what he's doing. This is what I can take away from. He's not sitting there like we were talking about earlier and yeah. being like pocket watching and be like, oh, you know, you know, I'm sure they got that camera from their mom. You know, I don't know what the hell he's thinking, but he's not <laughs> thinking about it from a very like nasty and sadistic place he's thinking about oh okay these people sadistic these people might be you know a little <laughs> bit you know more further along than me right now but mm. you know i respect them i respect what they're doing and i know one, one day i'm going to be there same thing with me and how everybody else should think is like i'm in a business where i'm pretty sure the average age is like 50 something mm. okay i'm 22 there's someone that i mean i could probably name like six or seven people that are just astronomically better in numbers Mm-hmm. And speaking and as a human being than me in real <laughs> estate right now. But I'm looking at them like, okay, this is what they did. This is what they did. And I'm following along from like a student fan base or student fan base. <laughs> fan base is funny. <laughs> from a student like outlook. Like well, I'm not it's looking. Like, like, like it's like uh, they're mentoring. Yeah. Without even knowing yeah. that they're doing it. But mm-hmm. I'm watching them not from a place of like me being jealous or envious. I'm like literally watching them Being so like, I can do that these. That me. So I can do the exact same thing because it literally can't be me. They're 50 something or 40 something. And they have like this crazy list of like, yeah. yeah. And they were me when I was, when they were my age. Mm-hmm. Like, so you got to just watch. <laughs> 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 you, I keep doing that this whole episode. My throat is crazy. Right now. 
so dry. Got a little whistle on uh, there. You got some uh, uh, tu, tu tienes uh, la agua? Okay. Oh, si, sí, senor. Mid-pod. Gracias. It's vodka. You want me to found it? <laughs> you want me to found it? Imagine, imagine. Yeah. Found it or just? Come on, you're making this oh, so complicated, it's man. It's not complicated, man. <laughs> it's not complicated, bro. Just drink it. Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> you, you did that on purpose. I hate yeah. you. It's like a gold, man. Where was that? Oh yeah, just. And also, uh, I'll just yeah. leave it right here for now. Yash. Billy Yash. <laughs> um, and also, you want to respect your peers. Uh, this is like actually really relevant in real estate because you're consistently working with these mm -hmm. people all the time. If you're like that one douche realtor, yeah. like everybody talks about you. That sucks. Like there's been situations where I've been in a room and people are like, hey, do you know so-and-so? And everyone's like, oh. Like that's not, you don't want to be that guy. And that's a terrible thing to be. Yeah. You want your your um you know how you represent yourself to be of you know character, whatever you think is good character, whatever, that's how you want it. You don't want people sighing about you and not wanting to do a deal with you, mm. literally something that they can make money on. And they don't even want to do it because of how bad yeah, of a person that's like, crazy to me. It's think, like it's like they have to not only are they working on the deal, but they're kind of working with you that's like a part of the job of exactly it. we yeah. we literally work with them but yeah. if you're making it so challenging on someone like it's just terrible like there's some people that they won't respond to you for days and days and weeks mm -hmm. and weeks when you're trying to work with lawyers and different files and mm -hmm. lenders and things like that and it's like um there's no one specific i'm thinking of i'm just saying like you you can't work like that you have to be you know respect the people around you respect people that are doing the same thing as you it doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be competition yeah you know, um, imagine, imagine I, I, I always check what you're about to say so I can like one up it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh, like, right. When I say that, yeah, like, you start one up me. Exactly. Yeah. Call Q to get uh, special classes on speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. I don't know. We, we dived into a whole lot of, a whole lot of red. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Yeah, swing and a miss. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was rough. We don't. We won't talk about swing it. Swing and a miss. I was trying yeah. to feel you on that one, man. I just couldn't even get there. What you got for me? Uh, I think uh, it's probably one of our better episodes. It's a nice little from uh, from the way we talked about the last one. Definitely a nice little. Uh, yeah, the last one was cheeks. <laughs> no, because I feel like really I feel like we could really make this a two parter. Yeah, to we, be could, we really could. I, I, feel like, I really want. I, there's so much more shit I want to get off. I, <laughs> I got a lot on my chest. I do. I I, <laughs> ask them to leave a comment and then you can answer them. Man, that's, that's why one. we got Billy Yash up in here, man. Yeah. Um, do you want to wrap it up? Do you have a would you rather or anything? Do I have a would you rather? Yeah, just no. Just off, off I mean, off, off the rip, top. I can make one off the top. Off the top? You don't want to answer it, though. Oh, let me answer it. Nah, you want to do that. Let's hear it nah, first. Your mom's watching. <laughs> let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me go into my archives. All right, yeah, go into the go deep into the the file. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what would you rather have created? You ready? Would you rather have created the internet or airplanes? Uh, 
What are those two guys' names again? Wilbur, uh, the, Wilbur and... No, um, what are their names? Arville. I don't remember their names. But the hell are the their two, names? Yeah, the two brothers. You right. know their names. No the one... Right no? Twins? Huh? The right the twins. Yeah, what were their first <laughs> names, though? They're not twins. They were brothers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the left and right brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one do you think? Dude, I, I think internet. Whoever created it. Who created internet? internet? I don't even know. It's, I'm sure it was a collective. It was a military uh, Oh, the big... Uh, that's what that one movie about it is about. With the big uh, computer in the military. With no. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I would do the internet. <laughs> what? Are, are, are you talking about... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Man, let's just wrap this up. No, no, we can't leave that. It's already a fantastic no. episode, man. Let's just, let's just, before we dig ourselves a grave. Right, I like graves. Anyway, let me close it up. Uh, thank you for watching. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for latest podcast clips and podcast updates. Again, I'm Anthony Real Estate. Yeah. You can listen on Spotify. Watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Spotify. Watch it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, I'm Anthony, entrepreneur, real estate broker, uh, podcast host. And uh, yeah, um, leave a comment on this episode if you want me mm -hmm. to touch into any more different topics about business. I mean, there's so much more I can get into. I, I'm consistently trying to improve myself every single day and I kind of make notes about what's working, what's not. So there's lots of different things I can provide that could be of value. Um, so really appreciate if you guys left comments and uh, we can touch on them in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, give us a little uh, free reign to not plan the next episode. Yeah. We can just plan it all based on the comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want us to do more episodes like this where we just really dive straight into like one singular topic, we can do that. For sure. As well. it's, definitely, it's definitely easier on the mind. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was so chill this episode. <laughs> yeah, this pretty lean back. Absolute fire. Yeah, yeah you, I mean, you said you were nervous, but you, once, you, once you started... It was just because I, like... With this, like, you have so much. Uh, got to close it out. We, yeah. We All right. Close All it right. Out. Thanks for anyway, watching. Born yeah. broke. <laughs> Born broke. <laughs>